Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the Ab Pod promise. It sure is. Samantha, how's it going today? Oh, friend, I'm so excited to be here. It is feeling good. We're going to be doing some chatting and some talking and catching up. I have some very funny things to tell you. I'm just happy to be back here in the pod pod today. Yes. Mm. What opening ceremony? What do you have for us today? What kind of story (sighs) do you have to dazzle me with? Morgan, let me tell you. Let me tell you about one of my favorite rooms in my house. It's my kitchen. Eric and I had some opportunities over these past weeks to do some different... uh, He had some time off. So we pulled out some of the items that we would not normally have on the counter in the kitchen. One of those items was the zoodler. So Eric and I long conned ourselves accidentally a couple weeks ago and bought a big bag of potatoes. Mistake number one, big bag of potatoes, and then we just put them on the counter and then we stopped looking at them. So we've been low-key saying to each other, okay, honey, we need to, we, we started saying, okay, honey, let's do potatoes three ways. Okay, this weekend, potatoes five ways. All right, honey, Tonight, we got to do potatoes eight ways, and it just kept on going until it was ridiculous. So mm-hmm. we got to the point where he had a day off, and I could just tell it was Eric projecting time. The Zoodler is something technically that he acquired and brought into our relationship, and it has a bunch of different attachments. And so he literally just started thinking of all the different ways that he could cut up the potatoes. So I do have some pictures for you and we will be putting these on the Instagram. Uh, But some of my favorites, and I have a video to show you as well. Uh, I thought that this was a really nice example of an Aries and an Aquarius working in the kitchen together. Oh, I love it. Uh, Eric, first he did some zoodles and he wanted to show me his nice hair that he had. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful length, Beautiful. right? Beautiful. Gorgeous. Zoodle hair. Yep. Zoodle hair. Curly. Mm. Just so much potatoes. Then he uh, frames his face and his beard well. He was trying to do waffle fries. And so there was a lot <gasps> oh. of tiny sharp things in our, you know, kitchen that got pulled out that I hadn't seen for a while. So yeah. like, the thing he's using to cut is probably 25 years old. A little back and forth uh, waffle chip thing. Yeah. Then, Morgan, Eric decided that he wanted to make actual chip crisps. Mm -hmm. And he got out the mandolin attachment. (gasps) Cue me getting anxious. So I walk in and Eric is using his bare hands to slice the potatoes in the mandolin. And I'm going to play you a quick video. Okay. Of Eric. No. Uh. (laughs) What is happening in the video is Eric has a tiny piece of potato that he is doing potato chips with. It's like the end of the potato, like the butt of the potato. The nub of the potato. And he he doesn't have like long fingernails, so not worried about those. I'm worried about the actual tips of his fingers. No. So I walk in and, you know, he's saying as he's doing it, he's like, it's fine. It's fine. I said, well, yeah, it's fine, but I'm going to record you because now I have a podcast and I need content for my podcast. So I recorded him, but it was... Was just like I didn't realize the noises. I'm gonna play it again. The noises I was making. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> 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 oh. 
it's uh it's pretty it was a pretty beautiful couple of moments where he didn't cut off his fingers mm-hmm. and we also realized from the zoodling uh once you're done zoodling a potato they look like a tiny mushroom. Oh my gosh, they do. And so That's we very cute. Sauteed mushroom potatoes and did them in the air fryer. Yeah. So that was the first journey that Eric went on that day. The second journey after he successfully didn't cut off his fingertips. Yeah. Uh, we made cookies the next day, I think. Mm-hmm. So this was another kitchen adventure with a fun Eric toy. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided that he wanted to do lemon curd thumb cookies because we had a bunch of like half open yes. jam and it's just like all right we gotta finish the jam we just get them all out put them on the counter now what do we want to use so it was probably four hours of him making cookies mm-hmm. but also we were watching a movie on the main level and low-key decorating the tree during that time and something else we had four active projects going oh while eric gosh. was tornadoing multitasking and so he walked into the kitchen at one point and he's like all right i'm gonna do this 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 okay we need to do this 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 and this and i just stopped framed up my body and said okay now which one are we gonna do first which is the first one and he just burst out laughing because he heard himself saying all of the things so um we got to the point where it was cookie making time. He baked the cookies. They came out. And then he's like, man, I think that I want to put some sugar on the top of these and just put them in the broiler and get some, a little bit of uh, brulee, if you will, a little bit of sugar caramelization on the top. And so I said, honey, do you remember you bought me a torch? And so we whipped out the torch and Eric got all of his cookies out on the, I mean, Okay, I should say, in my mind, it's Eric. I'm saying Eric got all the cookies and put them on the counter. But he held the sugar way up and the sugar went all over everywhere. Uh, and he brulee the heck out of those cookies and they were beautiful. My appreciation for my fiance, specifically this week, Eric, you're not going to hear this for another month or two because you only listen to it 20 minutes at a time. So you don't even know the stories I'm telling about you. Uh, But I really appreciated that I had the opportunity to get out some kitchen things Mm -hmm. that I had literally not touched in a very long time. Oh, and we got out the air fryer to do potato chips. So it was like a trio of gadgets that had been forgotten in my basement for Mm -hmm. over a year. So it was a lot of laughter, a lot of... Just standing back and hoping that Eric is going to be safe. Uh, The mandolin, really, I was sweating. I was standing there and I said, Eric, I'm literally standing here sweating watching you do that. And just bless him and his Aries energy. But those were the the cooking projects that I got to experience. You know, Morgan, Mm -hmm. my kitchen, we've talked about how Monica's kitchen is really like an aspiration for me. Just beautiful, organized. We clean as we go. We take the time to put stuff away and cooking with my fiance is a totally different experience. And it was nice to acknowledge that this weekend and just to stand back and let everything happen. In our years working with um, kids in the before time, Mm -hmm. we would do, you know, cooking projects and setting things up. And I just have to remind myself, like, this is not project leader time. This is Eric's. Aries energy tornado in the kitchen and I just watched it for what it was so I hope you guys enjoy the video that we put on Instagram because I told him it's going on Instagram his fingers are going to be famous and I am so surprised that he did not chop off just a tiny little bit of yeah oh so stressful cooking for Samantha but it was a lot of laughs it was a lot of laughs wow yeah it sounds like that's bringing out his chaotic Aries energy that fire the fire yeah and your uh rising Libra you know (gasps) 
meeting. Like, here's the plan. Yep. You know, he says, okay, I've got these three things. And you're immediate. I see your Libra coming out like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Let's look at all of the situations here. Let's look at our environment. Let's figure it out. What is the game plan? Setting it up for success. Yeah. It's we got to organize everything. Here's where we start. Here's where we finish. And Eric is very much like Salt Bay energy of just uh, like just the everything. I mean, we measure and then instead of like. Morgan, you know when you're like measuring flour and you take the flour and you scoop it yep. and then you should level it, level it with should. a knife or something similar. And my beautiful fiance, he just took his fingers and just kind of dashed it off the top and just kind of patted it down in there and was like, okay, one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> They're going to be beautiful. And the cookies were amazing. I didn't have a single critique. They were beautiful. And so it was also a lesson for myself in my Aquarius control and yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, there's no one way <sighs> to get to the point. Baking is tr- tricky, though, because yeah. baking is very scientific. And so there is, in fact, a wrong there way to is bake. There is a wrong way to bake. Like, cooking is very forgiving. Cooking's forgiving. Art, you can just throw anything in boiling water and ta-da. I wasn't worried about the potatoes. The potatoes, we couldn't mess yeah. up. Air fryer, call it mm-hmm. a day. Cookies, lemon curd. Baking there's stuff. There's some heat there's variables torch, there. fire. Yeah. With the fire sign, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. He's yeah. really in his element. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> it's a Zodiac joke for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a, that's my opening ceremonies update. That's the thing that just made me laugh so much. I said, I cannot wait to tell Morgan about Eric using the mandolin and just... <gasps> Oh, it still makes my shoulders feel tight. Yeah, I love that. It freaks me out. I also, <laughs> as somebody who worked in fast food in the before times, like Ooh. in college, I was a sandwich artist. <gasps> I didn't know that I was in the pod pod with an artiste. Yes, I was a sandwich artist my freshman year of college. That's how I made my money to pay for my room and board. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes had to slice meat or, you know, like use the big mandolin, the big, the really big yeah. one. And so I'm slicing the meat or something. And so they have the chain mail gloves that you have to wear <gasps> and then a plastic glove over it. So you don't slice your finger. Uh-huh. Well, I will tell you, I definitely forgot to put on the chainmail glove at one point and I did slice my finger open and it was horrifying. I did not need stitches, but I definitely had to leave work because my entire, it's like in the beloved movie, Michelle and Romy's high school reunion. And this guy hits on her at the club and Romy goes, would you excuse me? I cut my foot earlier and my shoes filling up with with blood. blood. (laughs) Like that's all it was with my hand. Like I cut it and immediately just, red i was like oh gosh and i didn't even feel it because it was so sharp yeah so yeah i was getting triggered watching that and just flinching and i knew that the story had a good ending he's gonna be okay if you had been to the hospital i would have known by now and you have not been and so thank goodness but yeah that's so classic aries behavior (laughs) yeah bless so tornadoing a little bit of tornadoing on my end Love that. Morgan, tell me about your thing. What's been going on? What are your vibes? What's been going on in your world? Do you have a metaphorical yeah. tornado going on? What's well, happening? so my update today, it is a new year. It's 2023 now. And it's also winter where we are. And so 
I did a little bit of rearranging in my house and I moved most of my plants into one room. So I have kind of a conservatory going on, if you will, uh, that I've built for myself. And so I moved two of my three plant cabinets. Uh, I've made them out of Ikea like glass cabinets. You have some of them as well. And we drilled holes in them, added some rubber to the sides, whatever. So they're actually more like functional greenhouses. And so I moved two of the three into this room and most of my standing plants, I have some hanging now. And so I just really thought with the bleak winter, I needed a room that could make me feel lovely. Maximum plants. Maximum plants. And so it's also a room where, you know, if I have to turn on the heat in the rest of my house because it's drafty and heat's expensive... I don't know if you've heard about the inflation happening Ugh. right now, Ugh. but whatever. In this economy. In this economy. Heat in this economy. We can't all afford to live at, you know, 75 degrees. With our windows open. Can't do it. Can't do it. And so, but then I have this one room where all of my plants can live and we can heat that room. It's also just the place I've been coming for kind of just some more zen time. So I just like going in and, you know, putting some cute music on my speakers. I walk around with my little moisture meter check all my plants i water them get some candles going. Yeah, yeah get some incense. candles going and incense and it's just yeah it's a nice calming presence and there's also a lot of lights in there uh so i have a lot of you know plant light energy as well kind of helps with my mood a little bit even if it's only a placebo mm-hmm. it makes it real to me that's right i don't care if it's fake my brain's loving it and i'll take it yeah so <laughs> That is what's been bringing me joy and I guess is also super relevant to, for today because it's a best bud segment, Samantha. I'm so excited to talk about plants. Woo! I am just plants. so excited. Hey, Abpod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy and this episode is bringing a slice of joy to your Wednesday. Did you know you can follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram? You can see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scene pictures of our podcast. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now, on with the show. Would you start us off today with who is, who's the best bud? Who is, mm-hmm. as we said in a previous episode, teaching you lessons? Who, who's really uh, standing out this week? Mm-hmm. Yes. So my best bud this week is Garnet. She is my Ruby Ficus. And Garnet is named after the character Garnet from Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. And so like Garnet, my plant is also actually two plants. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I have two Ruby Ficus that I bought at the same time because I thought, hey, I'm going to buy two little ones. I'm going to put them in one pot and we're going to merge them. They're going to fuse and be one big giant one. I feel like I was there that day and it was also because we couldn't decide which two were prettier so you bought them both. Yes, because they both had really (laughs) ornate leaves Mm -hmm. at the time and Mm -hmm. I just thought, wow, well I like this one leaf but I also like this one leaf so then I bought them both. And then it was like, it's perfect. Yes. I do keep them in separate pots though Mm -hmm. because spikes are touchy and 
sometimes it just doesn't work out. So I just want them to each live up to their full potential, but they live near one another. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, they have to. But I have just been so jazzed about my ficus ruby lately because ficus, at least for me, my ficus all definitely have periods of dormancy. They all fall dormant at some point. There are times when literally I've had ficus for a year and there's been no leaf. And I just... And I wonder, am I just watering a dead plant? I don't know, but I still have hope. (laughs) And usually the ficus is not dead, so I keep watering it. And usually my ficus, I have a lot of ficus, and usually they do come around for me. And the ruby ficus is one of them. Mm -hmm. So my ruby ficus has been... Ooh, dormant for how long? I mean, it's several months. I mean, there was nothing. Ugh, maybe six, seven months, nothing. And then the summer, though, uh, she just really started to pop out some new leaves. She started coming to her own. And I've had her under some really intense lights. And so you can also see, so a couple pictures that'll be on Instagram here. So this is garnet, right, in both pots. And you can really actually see the line in the leaves and the variegation of when she started growing under better light. Yeah. And so the bottom leaves, you know, they're just not as vibrant of a red. Yeah. They're a little bit more pale. And those are just the older leaves. But you can tell, I mean, there's three, four leaves at the top here that are just this vibrant beautiful red like deep pink it's color like peacocking almost like hey yeah. i'm here look at me here's a huge Ugh. huge beautiful leaf straight up and it's big. i love them it's beautiful i love them and then one half of garnet also popped out this fully pink leaf a few weeks ago what was that about that's amazing. oh my gosh it is the most beautiful thing ever and so i mean you can imagine and this uh, used to be in my office. And so this was a plant that I would see every single day. I just wanted to always be on my radar and make sure I was caring for it properly. So I know this plant intimately. We see one another almost every day. And so, yeah, when this leaf started popping out, it, it came out and just fully pink like this. There's a little bit of green on the bottom, but the stem, yeah, just a blush of green at the bottom and these little tiny dots on the side. And so I I don't know. I don't know how it just gets that fully pink leaf. But this is also one of those plants I bought when I was really obsessed with getting pink plants Mm -hmm. because as I got more into plants and more into exotic plants or just, you know, not as common plants, seeing a ficus ruby at our local greenhouse just dazzled me. It's, oh my gosh, I just almost died when I saw it. It's like, how is a plant pink yeah how is it pink why is it pink and, and, how is and it pink? why and just in in general just seeing plants that are different colors that have that variegation in them it's just absolutely wild to me and i love just seeing a new leaf coming in a new pattern each time slightly different shape it's living art mm. yeah it, it really is. is like a surprise what are you gonna have for me this time yes mm-hmm. yes and so i've just had a lot of appreciation for garnet recently and I don't know. Maybe we will fuse her in the future, but especially with the way all of her leaves are growing on both plants, I don't know if that'll happen because I just want her to be happy and ficus typically... I just want them to be happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they like to have a tight pot. They like to be root-bound. They need to grow for a while. So 
I definitely wouldn't take them out of pots probably for the next year, maybe even longer. Yeah. So for now, it's a game of how long can you keep it in there while it's still happy and telling you it's fine. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Do you think we got, we collectively, do you think, got that in 2018, 2019? When around do you think that plant came into your home? I remember yeah. pink plants. Pink plants were really big that, around that time I for us. Was the yeah the summer of 2019? Okay. I think yeah. Yes, yes. That makes sense. And so, and you can tell because like she dropped, she dropped some leaves mm-hmm. when I first got her, and then she was literally dormant for a year. And then she popped out a couple of leaves, and I was like, oh great! And then she was dormant again for several months. Just the life cycle of the ficus. Yeah. It's quite easy. I love her and I am really excited to share her today and share all her pictures on Instagram. Oh, yeah. She's going to be famous. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely if you're a plant person or if you're a future plant, if you're talking to all those future plant people out there, sometimes when you have a friend come over, it's like, well, we have to stop by the one or two plants that are just, we really need to boop boop. We need to tell them that they're doing a good job. We need to show off all of the success and beauty and your ficus garnet has been that plant consistently since you got it. It's like, oh, you gotta go look at the ficus, specifically the ruby. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, Samantha, that is my best bud. Mm-hmm. Who is your best bud today? My best bud. I actually had a tough time deciding, uh, and I didn't make a decision until right before we started recording of who I was more passionate about. Uh, we're gonna talk about my philodendron gigantium today. This is a plant that has been with me for three or four years. Pretty sure. Yeah, three or four years. And it was one of those plants where I bought it when I was still living in a smaller living situation. And I said, okay, I'm getting a gigantium. And a philodendron gigantium is a plant that the leaves will get about three feet in diameter if they have perfect tropical conditions because it's a big tropical plant that lives way thousands of miles south of where we are. Uh, But I said, okay, Samantha, if you get this, and it gets big. Just know that you have to move somewhere that this plant can fit in the next couple of years. And we were at the point where I got it when it was just three or four leaves, very tiny at the bottom. The leaves were maybe maybe six, maybe four or five inches across. And now that I've moved and it has access to direct sunlight, it's been trellising and it just gave me a new leaf like three days ago. Oh special it was very special and because this one has been through thrips twice and i didn't throw it away i treated it for a solid month because that's what you have to do with thrips because they lay the eggs in the leaf (laughs) still mad about it it's fine i'm dealing with thrips with another plant in my home and it's just bathroom just quarantine it's fine but my gigantium it's like it unfurled this leaf and I also had it not facing the right way for the sun. And so the baby leaf started doing, instead of going out and going like, hi, this is where I'm supposed to go with the leaf the correct way up, mm-hmm. the leaf started going the opposite way. Growing um, towards the sun. Growing towards the sun uh-huh. upside down. So I also realized today it was time for the winter sun to be hitting all of my plants differently. So I ran around this morning and just kind of moved because the gigantium mm-hmm. is... It's probably a 50-pound thing altogether because it's in a very big stone pot because I bought it I bought it a huge pot before it was ready for it. So it's it's little um, nursery pots just inside this big pot. But the whole thing is on a stand and it's kind of heavy. And so I'm dragging it around the kitchen this morning and I left it in front of the sun and it's like, all right, 
all right, plant, I've done everything that I can for you. But it just gave me this new leaf in the middle of winter. I was not expecting it. And I was just so excited. It was like, boop, surprise. I just, I love how thick and big the leaves get. I love seeing when, because it has kind of the cool thing that Birkins do, where when a Birkin is growing out, it has kind of the red fenestrations on the nub that's growing. The Gigantium kind of has that, but just more green and like understated, but still very philodendron energy. I just love watching the leaves come out because there's this part, as a plant person, I'm sure you've experienced, but there's a leaf coming out and you can see what needs to happen for it to be free from its confines. Yeah, sometimes it gets stuck. It's sometimes it gets stuck. You see it a lot with silver swords yeah. and pink princesses where it's just, it's like, it looks like a shoe that has been crammed into a high heel that's too small. And so seeing that and seeing the Gigantium these last couple days, just slowly noting out that new thing and saying, okay, don't touch it, Samantha. Like it's right there and you can peel it, but let the plant do it for itself. I've been learning. It's been teaching me patience. That's what my Gigantium has been doing this week. Teaching patience. We're teaching patience to Samantha because all I wanted to do, Morgan, is I just wanted to rip it off and be like, ha, new leaf. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> but no. Yep, I've been there. Watching it come out and say hello to the world and then start growing the wrong way because it was in the wrong conditions. It was like, oh, let me pay attention to you real quick. Okay, let's, let's get you back in your good situation because while I know that I will never have a three foot in diameter Gigantium leaf... Or a stem that is as big as my calf. Um, I just still really like the idea of, but how close can I get to it? What, how big can they get? So I've seen some at our local greenhouse that were like, I'm making really big arms right now. Just so big. Like over six feet tall. It's over six feet tall. Yeah. Look up Gigantium. Um, maybe we'll find a Gigantium or go in the wild. Instagram. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah. And you can see it there. You, you can see yours on the Instagram. Come to our Instagram and maybe we'll also find a picture of what Gigantiums look like in the wild so that you can see just what a super great suburban job Samantha's doing at her Gigantium Philodendron. You know, what are we going to do? We live in the Midwest. That's right. We only get so much. We only get so much, guys. Yeah. I mean. In general, we only get yeah, so plants, much up here. Plants are survivalists. They are. They'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I do forget to turn my plants sometimes, though. And so I definitely, I have plants that I'm trying to make a little bit more well-rounded. Literally. In their foliage, literally. Mm -hmm. And so I have to keep remembering to turn them because they will just go towards the light. Mm -hmm. Go towards the light. Go towards the light. Yes. So I definitely relate to that. You're, I will say though, that plant is spectacular. It's I've seen it. It is very big. I mean, your leaves, I would say are about a foot in width and maybe a foot or longer, like foot and a half in length. A foot long, but maybe they're topping out about eight inches wide. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. You know, I just don't want, I don't want to overstate it for our audience because this plant yep. is impressive. But my uh, my feelings are that I have two foot long leaves. Yeah. But really, it's yeah. They are very good sized leaves for the state that we're in, and like the fact that it's not in the tropics right now in eighty percent humidity and shaded direct canopy sunlight. So correct. You know, we are only, we are the intervention that these plants get if they choose to live in the Midwest with us. It's their fault for coming up here. It's like, I had to rescue them. Yeah. This is, this is as good as it gets, plants. 
that was really exciting. We have got listeners across the nation. We have people down south. We have someone in Kentucky who's listening. We've got someone over in Oregon who's listening. Uh, We have got some other people, lots of people in the Midwest who are listening. So shout out to my Midwestern buddies. So that's really exciting. We also have somebody in Belgium who's listening. What is up? So hi. If you're listening to this show... And you're over there in Europe? One, tell all of your friends, please. Number two, uh, please like us on Instagram. Follow us on AquariusBehavior.pod. You can also email us, AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com. So for all of you who have already started listening, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We'd love to hear your comments of things that you're liking. Uh, topics you'd like us to cover. If there's something you hate about our podcast, you can tell us that too. We, we may not change anything, but you're allowed to express yourself. Yeah, this is a nice podcast. It's a nice We're just podcast. here to be a nice piece of your day, and we hope to just be in your ear as you can enjoy something in your life. Um, you know, if you have hateful things to say, just... We don't need that. We're only looking for constructive criticism. Constructive. If you're angry and have hateful things to say, well, there's a place for that, and it's called Twitter. Or whispering it into the wind and then letting it go. Write it on a piece of paper. And then burn it. And then set that piece of paper (laughs) on fire with a match in a regulated space. Fire safety is a big Yeah, like your fireplace or a fireproof bowl (laughs) or over water, I think would all be things. Also, Aquarius Behavior is not responsible for anyone's actions outside of this podcast. This is not a podcast that is trying to tell you what to do or give opinions. It's just words. Don't listen to anything we say. We're likely lying about everything, so you can turn it off right now. But don't because we're having fun and it's going to keep happening. And there's still no commercials. Still no commercials. So... (laughs) That's so great. Uh, we're going to see how long we can keep this afloat without spending a whole lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. How long can we see? Also, question that I have for our listeners. Maybe you don't have an opportunity to have us in your ears during your day or whatever, but you could look down on your laptop and maybe see a sticker or um, on your backpack and see a patch or down on a sweatshirt and see a logo. Mm-hmm. And what would that look like? And would it be cute? And would you want to wear it? Morgan and I are already in love with our logo. We're definitely planning on putting it on some stuff, even mm-hmm. if it's just for us. Even if it's just for us. But we'd love to put in a bigger bulk order than just, hi, I'd like two stickers and two crew necks mm-hmm. and perhaps a beanie. Yep. So uh, we'd love to hear what you guys would be interested in um, exchanging your money for products so that we can keep this sucker going and keep on paying for this gas to get to the library, babies. Yeah, that's about it right now. Yeah, we are excited for merch, but also, you know, pump the brakes because you need listeners and fans before you do merch. Mm-hmm. But also... Tell us. Who no, would be interested in merch? Someday, because we are. <laughs> someday, this is going to be an episode. Like, maybe maybe we've already been out for two years, maybe. but someone is just listening to this episode. And so maybe they already know that, like, the train is rolling because we're manifesting into the future. We're sending these good vibes mm-hmm. out into the world. Yeah. I see myself sitting down and doing research and figuring out people who can print us things. So do let us know. But right now, number one, tell your friends and follow us. The merch will come. Mm-hmm. But only if you tell your friends to follow us. <laughs> only if you do that. <laughs> yes. Only if you do that. 
I okay. Last thing I want to say because then we got to wrap it up. Got to wrap it up. There's somebody who has this rented out. We want to be respectful mm-hmm. as we gotta well. Clean up. We got to leave it nicer than we found it. Yes. Hashtag Abpod promised. Abpod promised. Respectful, respecting the space. Mm-hmm. Yes. Setting the next person up for success. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, but the last thing I wanted to say is about intro music. So, mm-hmm. so far we don't have intro music, but hey, guess what? We're working on that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's going to be happening. So look forward to that. One day, all of a sudden, there's just going to be intro music and it's going to be cool. So our podcast is only going to grow. It's only going to continue to, you know, have better sound. We're going to get music. And like cozy vibes. You can count us for cozy vibes and good audio. Mm-hmm. Everything oh. else is a variable. Hashtag AbPod promise. <laughs> cozy vibes and good audio. Oh. Wow. Marine, last thoughts for our 13 friends and other secret friends that maybe haven't subscribed. Oh my gosh, yes. Secret friends, if you haven't subscribed, go ahead. Let people know that you love Aquarius behavior. There's nothing to be ashamed about, okay, here. This... This is a shame-free podcast, all right? 100%. We have no time for that. So you just hit that subscribe button, feel great about it, and go live your dreams today. Live out loud. Live out loud. <laughs> Hashtag AbPod promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. Um, friends, tune in next week. We'll be here with something, and it'll be fun. Well, we got to wrap this up. Thank you to everybody for tuning in today, Samantha. Thank you for sharing your best bud. Mm. Yeah, it's hey. wonderful. Yeah, thank you for sharing your best bud, Morgan. And we're best buds. Best buds. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wishing you all love and abundance. Until next week, friends. Bye, buddy. Bye.